Welcome back to our weekly podcast. This week it's going to be on the top 10 best signings of the decade uh, in the Premier League. Um, so Bridges, who do you have at number 10? Okay, so at number 10 I have Felipe Coutinho who was signed mm-hmm. uh, by Liverpool in 2013. Uh, he cost Liverpool £7 million and mm-hmm. he ended up playing in the Premier League a total of 152 uh, appearances um, over, like I think, the course of five seasons. Um, yeah, and he's had a good. He's got good numbers: thirty-five assists, forty-one goals. Um, he's just. He was a very good player for Liverpool. Arguably, like I think we can all agree, during that time when Klopp first arrived at Liverpool, he was their best player mm-hmm. in that like first couple of seasons. Um, and to be signed for seven mil and then be, to be sold to Bath for one hundred and five mil mm-hmm. is unbelievable profit um so yeah i think he's a good uh, a good number 10 what about you honey um i've gone for cesar aspilicueta mm-hmm. signed in uh, uh summer 2012 he cost them seven million pounds and he's over 70 league matches and has already made himself our captain mm-hmm. um his success speaks for itself with the uh, two Premier Leagues and and two Europa Leagues. And he's never really made put a foot wrong for Chelsea, always been solid, always been there when they've needed him, always stepped up and did give big and this is proven like he's won uh player's player uh, of the year in twenty fourteen for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I feel like um he just uh, people would think of because the position and what sort of, uh, what he does for the team, but he's held that position down on back for the past eight years now, so I think he deserves a shout. Yeah, if you want I... a nice stat about Azpilicueta in the season Chelsea won the Prem with Conte, he was the only Chelsea player, I think, to play every 90 minutes of every thir- of 38 of the first 38 games in the Prem. Like, it shows you, like, how important he was to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah I went with Aspilicueta as well, because, you know, Hummer's yeah. already gone through him, but, you know, didn't cost much good stats, and, you know, just to be the captain at a club like Chelsea, from going, from being bought for £7 million, then winning all that, you know, two Premier Leagues and whatever, yeah, I think, good signing. Um, what about number nine? Yeah. Um, who do you... Um... Sadio Mane. Mm-hmm. Both times I was so undecided on which one was uh, better to pick mm-hmm. that I've just gone for both. I mean, Southampton, he £12 million. They tripled the price when he sold him. He, he scored 25 goals in 75 matches. He... He was part of that um, insane Southampton team that came sixth in the league. And then once that team started, you know, once he to leave, once he left, then the team sort of dropped off. And again, I've gone for the Liverpool one because it, it really speaks for itself and what he's done. He's alongside Sam, he's transformed attack. He's mm. already got around 50 goals for them uh, in the league and 29 assists. He's won the Golden Boot with them with 22 goals last season. Mm-hmm. 
I've got, I went with Mane as well. He's won the Champions League already. Proves what he's done for him. Yeah. Yeah. I went for Mane as well because, you know, it's just what you're saying, really. Like, they were going to win the Premier League. He's won the Champions League, won the Club World Cup, won the Super Cup, all that. He's won it um, with Liverpool. I went for his Liverpool one because he's just had a better career. And I know, obviously, he was a baller at Southampton, but... He's just had. You've just got to go through his through his career, and he's been better at Liverpool because it was only thirty million, and then for having, you know, fifty nine goals for them, he got gold, the golden boot last season. Um. So yeah, I think, yeah, he's he's my number nine. Um, my number nine is Luis Suarez. Uh, signed. Uh, for Suarez Liverpool, is your nine. Uh, for, for twenty two point eight million. Um. I think the problem with Suarez is he had like such a like he had his two stints when he bit two players. I think he bit Ivanovic and Chiellini both at Liverpool, which kind of really like portrays a dark shadow. But his numbers in the Premier are actually really impressive. He's made 110 appearances, scored 69 times, and has bagged 23 assists. Um, he has a 0.63 goals to game ratio in the Prem. And like the season when Liverpool came third in uh, 2013-14, he was so he was so like impressive with Daniel Sturridge. He uh, he won Player of the Season and the Golden Boot in that year, which like shows you an unbelievable season. It's going to be interesting to hear the rest of your thing. I mean, cause... I'm surprised you've gone. I'm oh. got. I'm surprised you've gone solo down. Yeah, yeah. During his five opinion, he carried that team like. If you look mm-hmm. at it, I know. it's a fairly average team. I mean, Gerard's fastest run, Sturridge wasn't that good. I mean, you got Henderson. No, I know he carried. I know he carried. Back when was Gregor. And the fact, the fact that he got had that suspension at the start of the season, still won Pierre, still second for assists, proved how insane he was for the pool. Yeah, I know. It's and like, again, the problem like, that they, they made didn't win anything. They didn't. They didn't win anything. Like I think they, they might yeah, have won. That's because of that's because of Liverpool's the rest of Liverpool's team. If you look at what Suarez did for that team, it's ridiculous. But we'll get yeah, no, but we'll I get got, to him later. Yeah, well, we, well you, you see in, who you have higher up and stuff. I don't know. I just feel like he uh, he didn't. I don't know. I don't. I haven't ranked him so high. I still think he's like definitely top ten easily. But he, you know, like. 69 like goals is impressive with 23 assists. So that's over what five or six five seasons. Like you'd expect Suarez to be bagging like four. I don't know. Yeah, maybe a bit more. I don't know. He, he did actually did serve two bands. Like his numbers are insane. Look at, look at his goal and assist ratio per ninety. They were the best in the Premier League at that time, and I think what what proved very good is how he managed to beat Yaya Torre for the PFA Player of the Year in that season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, I, have, I have other people higher up, though. So like, who's your Who's you your know, number eight, then? Well, who have you got at number eight? At number eight, I've got Van Dijk, because I think if you consider how much he actually was, and I know it's like it, it was worth it now, but compared to, like, the other... You know, um, seven I have before him, 
I just think if you look at how much they were and their performances and the fact that Van Dyke hasn't been there for that long, he's my number eight because, you know, 75 million is a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, um, but, you know, obviously I've got him in there purely because he's just been an absolute baller for Liverpool, you know, second in Ballon d'Or by four votes. Um, he got player of the season, you know, on his um, last season. And he's just unbelievable. He's going to win the Prem with Liverpool this season. That was inevitable. Um, and yeah, he only lost one game last season. But yeah, so obviously everyone knows he's a baller. But I just don't think he should be higher up purely because of how much Liverpool spent. What about yeah, you? Yeah, fair enough. Um, I have, I have I'll put Yaya Torre. Mm-hmm. Why? No, wait, no, but you you were going and you said the other story, so you might as well explain. No, you said. Okay, no. Nice. Okay. So, um, he was signed in the summer of 2010 for around 25 minutes. Um, for those, I don't know, five years he was a city, he was the, arguably the best midfielder if he, at, at times, could be considered in the best in the world. I mean, um, from midfield, he scored 62 goals, got 32 assists. And, um, he got, in his best season was in 13-14 when he got 20 goals and 9 assists from the centre of midfield. Last season, they also won the Prem. Um, the league finally picked up. Um, and he's won three Premier Leagues for City. During no. his stint at uh, City, he also won Af- African Player of the Year four years in a row. Didn't didn't how long Tor? I thought Tor played those till like for like seven or eight seasons for City, not five. Yeah, but we're yeah, but I mean like when he was playing, like starting playing regularly. Yeah, but not under still part of, Yeah, but he's still under. Oh. He's still in the squad. Like those numbers. Numbers in all seasons should count because he's still in the prem. So like he probably he won four, didn't he win four prems with City? Yeah, and no, I got oh, oh okay, okay, I thought you meant I thought you meant okay, yeah, 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 yeah. four four Premier League, yeah. Um, I'm surprised you haven't been a Celtic fan, but I'm surprised you haven't so high up. Well, as for Lequetta at eight. Yeah, I mean, no, 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 like, I think, you know, my opinion, like, I don't know, I feel like I rank durability quite a lot, like, I value durability a lot in this kind of, like, in my top ten, and, like, how long they stayed at the club and how long they've played for the club. Uh, He's made, like, 262 appearances, but as we've already said, he's got 151 wins. In the 92 clean sheets, 73% tackle success, which is like a really good start. Zero errors to goal in the Prem across eight seasons. That's really impressive for a defender. Um, and I actually think he's been like a very good player for Chelsea. So I, I put him at eight. Fair enough. At number right, seven. Who do you have at seven, Will, then? At oh. seven, I have De Gea. Because, um, cause, you know, he's only... Like, when Alex Ferguson got bought him, people were like, is he is he even going to be 
this amazing keeper and he went on to be at one point he was the best keeper in the world they only spent 10.4 million on him so bargain for a keeper who you know won a premier league with them and has been their player of the season multiple times and has just been um you know a part of the past few seasons he hasn't been at his best obviously but still you know getting a lot of clean sheets he's got seven this season um but which is only uh, two less than Edison, and Edison's considered the second best, maybe best keeper in the Prem. But um, yeah, I just think that the amount of money they spent on him for him to have 108 clean sheets in his Premier League career, he's got he's got he's got a Golden Glove when they won the Premier League. I just think, yeah, one of the best signings of the decade. Yeah, fair enough. I have I have Van Dijk at seven. Um, because like l- looking at the signing now, I know seventy-five million is still a lot, but pr- I I would say seventy-five million for Van Dijk's a bargain. Like I generally think that was like a very good deal. He's like was the great like the best centre back in 2019. He's still like t- in my opinion top two, uh, you know, centre back in the world. Um, yeah, and he also like I think he's just been like played so well for Liverpool. Help them win the Champions League and you know win the Prem, etc. Like, I think like time, give him like two or three more seasons at Liverpool, will easily make top five, if not top three, on the list. Yeah, but you've got to consider him only being at the mm. in the um Liverpool squad. Yeah, exactly. Squad for that's a few why he's seasons. not. That's why he's not in my top five. But like, I also think like in a sense, this the the, the this list is like. Very easy. It's very easy to rank strikers over defenders. Yeah. Like there have been so many great attacking players in the Prem. So like, I feel like Van Dijk needs to get yeah. you know a bit of respect. Mm-hmm. So I put him at seven. What about you, Jaime? Yeah, I mean I've gone gone for Mohamed Salah because um, of the pure impact alongside Mane and like the Iano. Um, he's Alongside Mane and Van Dijk, he's made every single player in that local team move to the next step. Come to them, they maybe could have, should have become because of what he does for them. And uh, at 40 million, um, he's he's a bug. Got him a one-season wonder, but he's won two golden boots in a row. He was in contention um, um, to win it again this year. He's already won a PFA Player of the Year in his debut season. And, I mean, he's got 72 Prem goals in less than three seasons, which is pretty insane. Yeah, no. I've got Salah higher up, but yeah. He's definitely got to be in the te- top ten. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I feel like I'd, I'd have him higher because of the amount of... Um, because of the amount of time he's been at Liverpool and because obviously the Prem of they won the Champions League but I don't think um, he's done enough yet to earn his place in the top five. Mm. No, I don't actually I don't actually have Salah on my list. What? I don't know. No, like he's, I don't know. Salah's been like six at Liverpool but like it's, up, it's top shit. I've just found like I think they're just better players Mate, like your over the decade, is, your top five is going to be so weird because you've already gone. Through yeah, it, it really is. But like, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, anyway. I like um, my top five. But yeah, what about now on to six? 
So what about that? If you took Matic in there. Who? Me. What? Matic. All right. No, I have De Gea. Yeah. Um, De Gea's signed, signed in 2011 and has played pretty much the whole decade. Well, he has, you know, bar yeah. a year. Yeah. For United, he's won a Prem. Mm-hmm. He won the Golden Glove in 2017-18. He's, you know, he's conceded, I think, like, yeah, maybe one goal. Like, it's 0.93 every 90, which isn't great. But he was United keeper during their worst ever, like, period in the history of the club. And he was their, probably their best player during that period. And for a goalkeeper, when you're, like, yeah. in the worst club, you expect the goalkeeper to be one of the worst positions. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's actually been, like, 108 clean sheets in the Prem. Like, that's insane. Like, getting over 100 clean sheets, like, getting over 100 goals in the Prem. Like, people always rave about, if you get 100 PLs, you join the club or whatever. So, like, shout out to De Gea for doing that. No, 100 that. clean um, sheets yeah, is probably more challenging. Yeah, I think it'd be great. He's also had some great like moments to the club. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you say Matic, Jaime? I think he's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know my top. No, I take, said. I said. Just probably has Matic in his top five. Yeah. Oh. Salah. Oh right. Oh. <laughs> right. Who do you have? Jaime? Yeah. At number six, I've gone for for Suarez. Right. Uh, Suarez. I mean, he's already been said on this list, so I don't think I have to talk to him. Yeah. I think um, what he did for Liverpool, the stats he had, winning the goal of the PFA for the year, whilst missing the first 10 games season, and the first 10 games of the season, proves how good he was. And then the fact that they made, um, I don't know, a, a £40 million profit on him, Mm-hmm. Considering the bands, the, the the issues that he had, I think it's just great business by Liverpool. And um, yeah, I don't think much else, uh, much else about him. That's not lie. Suarez like has been class even when he left like Liverpool. Like he has been sick this decade in general as a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, he's one of the most. Yeah. He's one of the best strikers. I mean, I think he, I think, that. I think he became better for Barcelona. Um, I think he's been better for Barcelona. I think, like, I think the the worst part about Suarez being in the Prem was he he had all of his like bad moments in the Prem, like his two bites, well, when he was at Liverpool, and like everyone knows Suarez for like the biting. Mm-hmm. They forget like how sick he was for Liverpool. Yeah. True. I've got Salah at five, though. You lot had him... Well, Bridget uh, didn't have him because I don't know what's going on. But, um, but yeah, I've got Salah at five because um, just, I think, stats speak for himself. But, you know, 40, for £40 million, to be on 72 goals in 113 games, that's that's quicker than, you know, Robbie Fowler got to it, um, Fernando Torres, uh, all these ballers for Liverpool, they got... You know, Salah got to 70 goals quicker than they did. But he's also got 25 assists to his name as well. Um, He's won two, the two golden boots where he's been at Liverpool, which is ridiculous. Um, uh, yeah, and he won player of the season uh, in his debut season for Liverpool. But I just think 
and obviously, you know, he's going to win the Prem, you know, same same sort of thing as, you know, a whole Mane and Van Dijk situation where it's just going to win the Prem, won the Champions League and all of that. So I don't really need to go into more detail about that. Yeah, fair enough. Who do you yeah, have a five I mean, on it? I've gone, I've gone for, uh, I've gone for Van Dyke, but purely because of what, not um, so much he's done for the club, which we've already speak about, but what Liverpool have done for him. As in, obviously, when the transfer happened, Liverpool have overpaid by quite a bit. But, I mean, the fact that he was seen as obviously a quality defender in, in high and high guard, but spent £75 million. He wasn't seen as the top, 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 not even top of the yeah, Premier League. But yeah. the fact that with Liverpool, club and all that, he's managed to become the best centre-back yeah. in the world, the best centre-back in the, the league, arguably the best player in the world for the season. Um, uh, it's just, I think... Obviously, Van Dijk turned out to be a quality signing, but not only because of what Van Dijk did for Liverpool, but what Liverpool did for Van Dijk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I have Yaya Torre at five because, like, I kind of feel like we're sleeping on him a little bit, like, because no one forgets how dominant he was not only in attack, like Hane mentioned his 2013-14 season, and it was so good, like, 20 goals, nine assists. I think he scored that hat-trick against Fulham where he scored, like, two free kicks, like, all or like, 20 yards out, like, insane game. But his defensive side is so impressive as well, like, 72% tackle ratio, over a thousand recoveries in the Prem, and, like, he, you know, can pass, got 952 long ball accuracy, like, completed, like, great player. Uh, it was just a shame that, like, he fell out with Guardiola, and, like, didn't get to play, like, the last kind of, like, few years of his career for City. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think, uh, he's, I just think he's been a great player uh, this decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at... For Kante, not uh, the Chelsea side, but when he signed for Leicester, obviously he was a bargain at less than six mil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to sell him on a piece for 32 mil is just... In, that in itself is insane. But, I mean, the fact that he was uh, the centrepiece to that mid... From defence to attack, that the whole midfield, the whole defence, basically, as well, I think is insane. Um... He he was the best player in that very fairy tale season, and you know Ooh, I think best the player really. Chelsea, he picked picked them up for in that team one hundred percent. Without Kante, they would have been a relegation. A relegation? The, no, no, I'm sorry. I, I, you can't you, you can't like, take you out. You can't take like Vardy, Mares. Vardy was probably the you, best striker. You can't take out season. one player the best and go from winning to relegation. Well, let's not forget without okay. Mares or maybe Barcelona. not. Um, maybe not. Maybe okay. Maybe not. Relegation. Look at the season after when he left. Yeah, but that yeah, was when the, they were the always going to happen for quite some bit. But that was always going to happen, even if Kanté had stayed. They, they went to the quarter. They went to the quarter final. Point out to you, 
Yeah, but they went to the quarterfinals in the Champions League without Kante. That was better than what Chelsea did with Kante. And you're saying Kante yeah, was the best prove... player in Leicester. Okay, they got they got they got a weak group and they got an easy tie in the round of six. Which yeah, but like, can... it, but it's not as if they had a hard run to the quarterfinals. Okay, so you're saying I'm not gonna lie, Seville Seville during the period Leicester were playing in had won the Europa League like three years back to back they were a good side like I would have probably said Seville were going to be a Leicester without Kante and you're rating Kante so highly I'd definitely say Seville would beat Leicester but Leicester did beat Seville like I don't know like I understand your point yeah, but I'm like, saying compared to what they could have got yeah that Leicester weren't going to be relegated was losing Kante they, and losing Kante yeah, would okay, have been a relegation like side maybe I Leicester, the Leicester season in I general, mean, like maybe. obviously they had standout players, but it was like it's kind of like Sheffield this year. It was just a bunch of like decent players came as a team together and played so well as a team under like a great manager, and they won the league. All right, Bridges. So who have you got then? Okay, if you don't. I have KDB at four, Kevin De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's, he was quite expensive, fifty-five million, but like you can't lie, he's been class for City. Yeah. Um, he's got 62 assists in the Premier 31 goals. Uh, he won Playmaker in 2017-18. You know, he's won two titles with uh, City. And, like, he, like he's in candidate for being the best player in the Premier this year yeah. as well with, I think, 16 assists. Like, just outrageous. Outrageously good in the Premier so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like... Yeah, I just think everyone. I think it's just one of those players that everyone knows is class. So like, there's no need to explain yeah. it too much. Yeah. I haven't put the ball on this list purely because of um, how he gets injured often. Like, I mean, like he that's most of it due to injury. He's missed part of the season due to injury. I mean, obviously his quality, in my opinion, he is the best in the prem right now, but. I think can't him on this list with his price tag and our oh, injury brain he can be. Yeah, I think if you told me you were going to sign the best centre mid in the Prem in 2015 for 55 million, coming off being the best player in Bundesliga for a club that isn't like Bayern Munich. Was De Bruyne or, the best player in Bundesliga? Uh, though? Dortmund. I think that I'd, I'd take that deal any time. I know it's a lot of money, but I still do it 100. Yeah, but okay. Anyway. Yeah, obviously. I went with Hazard because, um, um, you know, 10.4 million. At number four, yeah. Because um, I went with him at four because, you know, cheap, 10.4, you know, 85 goals and 54 assists in 245 games is just ridiculous numbers. Um, Massive player for Chelsea. Seen Chelsea's season the year after he's left to go to Real Madrid. Um... But yeah, obviously everyone knows he's a ball. He's got a lot to his game. He's got pace, good dribbler, um, uh, good at shooting. He's got a good passing range. Um, and yeah, he won two Premier Leagues with Chelsea uh, and got a player of the season at, in his career at Chelsea. But yeah, he's not up there because I think there have been... He's not in the top three because I think there have been more um, influential players in the Prem this decade. But... Yeah, obviously he's in the top five because 
everyone knows. I mean, I have Hazard, so like, I think Jaime has Hazard as well. We'll We can we can go in late about why we rank him higher. So like, who do you guys have at number three then? Ah, I've got David Silva. Okay. Yes, I David Silva. Obviously, signed in July 2010, the 24th after winning the World Cup with Spain. I mean, think with just that within itself, it's a pretty good deal. Uh, he has over 400 appearances for the side. Uh, four was two FA Cups, five Carabao Cups, and that means he's won more than a trophy a year with City. Um, he's their fifth highest ever. Got 90 assists in the Premier League, and he's just occupied that camp spot for the whole decade. And there hasn't really been a question about is there a limit? place in for City until now which is obviously past his prime and he's yeah. leaving at the end of the season yeah I went with Kante yeah, I three. Still was, I, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Um, yeah well I went with Kante because um, I mean Jaime's already gone into it but yeah I went I didn't really know what to go for because he like you know his careers at City and Leicester were like so yeah, different but similar not... but uh, you know, because he's the only ever player to get back-to-back friends with two different teams, uh, which is just ridiculous. Um, he doesn't get the stats, which is like, which makes people think, oh yeah, he's changing the game. But um, that's purely because of his position, just how he plays, because he does control the game. And I feel like if he has a bad game, then the team will have a bad game. And if he plays well, then so will the, the whole. It will affect the whole team. So. Um, so yeah, I think yeah. he's got to be up there because of you know how how big of a player he was for sit for um Leicester and Chelsea. Yeah, I think um, another thing with Kante as well is like he's he's like he had to play so many different roles. I mean, like obviously he's known as a CDM, but with like because he's only played for Chelsea for three seasons. Like last season, he had to play as like almost like in a sense like. Not a cam, but like in a, a midfielder, like a box to box midfielder, mm-hmm. and obviously he can do like he's got such a good like fitness and he can run all the, all the, all ninety. But like, you know, it is hard for him to get like numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had silver at David Silver at three. Jaime's gotten into it. Yeah, just solid player for City, been great. And yeah, Jaime's already done the explaining mm-hmm. for me. Okay, so what about number two? I feel like he's probably been one of the most technical players in um, technically gifted players. I mean, I don't see who's not many players that are technically on his level right now. Yeah. yeah. I've gone for Hazard at number two. Mm-hmm. Um, signed in 2012 for £32 million, uh, from New York after breaking out. And um, I mean, he's he's he was sold for over a hundred million to Madrid, which obviously the quality is probably made around triple what they paid for him. And at Chelsea, he's won Chelsea Player of the Year four times. He's been voted into the He's won two Premier Leagues, an FA Cup, a Carabao Cup, um, and two Europa Leagues. And he's won PFA Player of the Year for Chelsea. Um, I feel like the season, the bad season he had, affected the whole team negatively. 
I mean, obviously, the, his bad season, they came 10th. And that of other reasons as well, but I think one of the main reasons was Hazard wasn't wasn't the same player he was the season before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I have Hazard too, so I'm gonna I'll go in as well with Harney. So yeah, Will's done all the talking about his appearances, goals and assists, but like let's not lie, Hazard last year was you know how everyone's like Messi and Ronaldo, like that's the argument for number one and two best players in the world right now. I felt like Hazard last season his season like kind of put like put him as like a good person to say like yeah Hazard was not number three this year in the best top three player in the world um, when he played under Starry I think everything went through him last year which is why Madrid ended up like so keen to buy him sometimes like when Chelsea needed a goal like he scored that outrageous goal against West Ham where he just picked it up and dribbled past like six players and yeah like I think Oh yeah, another stat that's quite nice about Hazard is he's got 395 chances created from the from when he joined to when he first played in the Prem, and that's more than any other player in his time in the Prem. So during from 2012 to 2013 to 2018-19, Hazard created the most chances in the Prem, which like shows you his ability uh, as a footballer. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's also one of the most enjoyable. To watch, I would just those past players with such ease and elegance. Yeah, he picks it up and like he'll just like, slide around players. I feel like um, a big for these things is like how much you've obviously watched them. And I feel like I've enjoyed watching Hazard so much, even like now when he's been poor at Madrid, when he he had a good run of four or five games where he was back to when he used to play at Chelsea, and it's just so fun to watch him just go past defenders and make them look stupid. And it doesn't matter where he is on the pitch. Like him doing that has a good impact on the team. And it, like I'm not saying it starts, but it all it basically starts an attack. Every time he gets round of the player, he breaks and he uses his pace and his speed and his dribbling, as Will said, to like cause problems. And like honestly, like he's so dangerous and so good at dribbling. Mm. All right, Will, who do you have two then? Uh my two I- is Suarez, because. Like I was just, I was just surprised how you went so low with him purely because, uh, like the team he was playing with, um, is just a massive factor in my opinion. Because if you look at that Liverpool squad in that thirteen fourteen season when he, you know, scored thirty one goals for them, and it was a season when they almost won the league, um, but then mess up, you know, against like uh, Crystal Palace when they were like three 0 up, but, um, and Chelsea, um. But uh, if you look at the team that he was playing with, like some of the players, just like if you if you compare them to their uh, the players in their position at, in the Liverpool squad now, it's just it's not even close. Like they're they're like um, relegation battle um, players in my opinion. The team that Liverpool had, and for Suarez to do that, because if you look at the goals he scored, he made them all himself. Like he's not one of those players like Harry Kane who. Um, who obviously bags a lot of goals, but um he does rely on like um when Ericsson was there um with Son now and Ali and you know all those players um he relies on them to you know get a good ball in and yeah he's got that good you know striker's play to be in the right position at the right time but Suarez just scored like absolute worldies and just scored goals which he created from nothing which just shows like how much of a amazing player he was 
Um, but yeah, I just think he should be so high up. Even though he didn't win, like the Premier didn't win anything with um, Liverpool, for him to just do that, um, to have that that specific season was amazing. But him to have that career at Liverpool is just ridiculous. Yeah, well, I'm the same person at number one. Yeah, <laughs> it was because he explained it. Aguero. Yeah, yeah. Aguero. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that was, that was inevitable. It's got to be Aguero. I mean, his stats, 261 games, 180 goals and 46 assists for a striker with 46 assists is, 46 assists is ridiculous. But 180 goals for City, you know, highest City goal scorer ever, absolute baller. Four I think something else well. that's so good as well. Is, non... no, uh, something else that's so good is he's scored more goals than he's won games. Like, how's that happened? He's got 180 goals in the Prem and he's won 175 games. Like, that's insane. Mm. Yeah, he's it's, it's just like, for, and for to be worth he's only 13 so, um, million is just he's... like I don't I don't know how. Um, how he's you know become this like one of the best strikers the Premier League's ever seen and the world has ever seen from 13, 13 million from Atletico is just ridiculous with his numbers and I know he's had like he's had these City teams to play with but he scores he scores like good goals as well it's not just tap-ins I feel like he's just um He's the highest on English Premier League goal scorer in the Premier League. I mean, he's obviously he's got that goal against QPR, which makes everyone think more of him. Like in my opinion, yeah, another thing. You look at the um, the trophies he's won is four Prem titles, an FA Cup, five League Cups. And it's just just what he what he. Um, for City is insane. I mean, he's so clinical in front of goal. Mm-hmm. He, he, you, you rarely see him miss a, a, um, a big chance. Mm. I, he always has to sit there. Yeah, I think, I think, okay, I know, like, it's I'm... a shame, it's a shame that... Go on. Yeah, go on. Just... I know, I think, I like this style a lot. Uh, I, I think, think it's a shame Oh, wait, no, Hamid, you go first, you go first. Alright, Bridges, just say okay, what you're so going to say. I just like, it's a shame that right. City is... Yeah, go, go. Do you want to go, Bridges? No, oh, I'm telling you to go. Alright, I'll go then. Right, okay, I think a good start is that he has a 41% uh, shooting accuracy. Like, that's really good. Like, how do you like? That's almost like every two shots he scores. Like, sorry, hang on a minute. Like, it just shows you how clinical he is. Mhm. Yeah. I feel like it's a shame that he United being uh, City have been so poor in Europe. Cause uh, I feel like he deserves more European and international success. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. undeniably, he's the best Premier League striker of um, 
the modern era, and he is up there for the. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's been like he's like he's probably been like a top three striker in the world this decade. Like you can't deny. Like, I'm out and out pure centre forward. Like he's been so good. Yeah. No, I think it's just unbelievable his career, and you know he's definitely got to be one. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. This has been uh, the top 10 best signings of the decade in the Prem. And uh, yeah, we'll get another podcast out in a week.